Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another interview episode here on We Create Music TV. Of course, I am the host, your guy, Bevon. And tonight, today, whenever you watch it, right before, right now, it's tonight, 7 p.m. here in Atlanta. Oh, we got a great, great guest tonight. I want everybody to give it up for internationally acclaimed soulful jazz vocalist, Sharon Marie Klein. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. Hi there. Hello. Thank you for having me here. Yes, yes. Glad to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. And so for those of you who are watching, I am all the way over here on the eastern coast. And Miss Klein is all the way over there on the western coast. I love technology, right? Because it allows the ability for people to be in so many different places, but allows us to connect with one another right right here through this platform. Yeah, so true. Yes, so, so true. true. So Sharon, so welcome once again. Uh, I'm excited to learn more about you uh, and your experience and the things you've done from a musical perspective. So yes. So let's yeah. get into it. Let's get into it. All right, I'm ready. All right, let's go. Here we go. That's right. So, of course, with every quest, every guest that I always ask, I always ask the question, how did you get started in music? <laughs> um, I There's one answer that I'm going to give, just the short, and then I'm going to give you the long. I believe I, it's my destiny. I mm. was, uh, uh, I, I think music would have found me regardless. But um, as a little girl, I was very shy and uh, quiet and my mom was looking for ways to draw me out so she enrolled me in theater classes like a little you know community group theater and music classes and um that started that helped to bring me out and then um there was music always in our house you know back in the day i may be aging myself a bit but on the phonograph on the record player, there'd be music playing all the time. And um, I don't know, music for me always stimulated my imagination and mm. always brought me energy. So that was one of my way, my mother's ways of getting me to do the chores around the house. And she'd right. always have great music playing. So while I'm dusting in the living room, there's Count Basie Orchestra, or there's Nancy Wilson, or one of my favorites, Barbara Streisand. Uh, there's just so many, uh, Duke Ellington Orchestra, Ella Fitzgerald. Though that was what I would hear, Aretha Franklin. That's what I would hear um, on the, the phonograph uh, every day while I was uh, doing my chores. And so that's, I grew up listening to great music and the great music helped to bring me out of my, uh, shy comfort zone um, and make me or encourage me to be more willing to uh, express what was on the inside mm. uh, and share it with others on the outside. It became one of my major ways of communicating. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you find the fact that, that growing up as a, a child that was introspective, intro, uh, introverted that yeah. you find yourself now reverting back to some of those tendencies? 
I definitely am an introvert or a partial introvert by nature, meaning that I know I refuel best on my own. So that's part of the definition of being an introvert. So I definitely know that I need those alone times. It's, it's actually critical to my being as a creative artist. But um, I am that kind of split, whereas I need the time to refuel and to draw my, um, from my inspiration um, on my own. But then I also need to share it. Right. And then I need to collaborate. And then I actually need to go back and take it in. Mm -hmm. No, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it becomes a cycle for me. So yes, I do have um, uh, in, an introverted pattern, but I am also, when I'm out, I, I'm out, I'm social. I'm not like afraid to talk. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not hard to get along with. I enjoy people I just, and I enjoy the interaction and interplay mm -hmm. is very, very important to me, whether it's on the stage with other musicians or with my audience or with my fans. Um, I do greatly desire and enjoy that. And I have a lot to say and a lot to hear. Right. Um, it's very important for me. So I am an introvert and uh, an extrovert in a certain way. I can't right. remember what that name is, the one that's in between. It's like a little bit of both, but I think Amber that's Bird. what I, it's an yeah, Amber. yeah, I'm an ambivert. Yeah. 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 And the only reason why, only reason why I know that is because yeah. I, because yeah. people who watch the show know sometimes I talk about it, but uh, in my day job, uh, I am an organizational development and leadership expert. So I am a certified Myers-Briggs facilitator. Oh, so, wow. Great. And so I've been teaching Myers-Briggs for, yeah. oh gosh, so many, 15 years probably. Uh, since mm. 2000, I don't know if it's, uh, it's no funny math, 2006, whatever that equals up to, that's when I, that's when I got certified. <laughs> uh, and I, I always find it interesting uh, when Right, because when you think about, so here I go. I got to make sure I don't really do this part, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, yeah, please. When, when, you, when you think about the dichotomy of introvert versus extrovert, right? You know, mm -hmm. there's a scale that we all fall on. Sometimes you can be highly introverted. Sometimes you can be highly extroverted, depending on when you take that particular assessment, where you fall. And some people fall way on the end of extroversion or way on the end of introversion. Uh, but yeah. a lot of times people kind of fall almost in the middle, right? Kind of like yourself. You need that alone time where you can regenerate and rejuvenate and take in your own thoughts and be by yourself and, and, and re-energize. But you also need the other side, which is to be around people, to collaborate, and you get yeah. energized by those individuals as well. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about that before I even get into the whole thing. No, right, I love because, because then I feel like I'm then I feel like I'm teaching a Myers Briggs class. But, right, right. Um, but I always find it interesting because I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always find it interesting because you know a lot of musicians, a lot of music creators, usually are introverted. They're very mm -hmm. introspective individuals, um, mm -hmm. and you know sometimes, like myself, I am hugely extroverted now. But but mm -hmm. I was a very Thank shy you. kid growing up. Yeah, so yeah. we have that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you I, know what I mean when I, I say do. that. I do. And I find the commonality that music creators have is that a lot of them are, they have that part of them that's usually extrovert, I mean, introverted, that they need that time. But when they are on stage, when they are creating, they can come out and be and exude that extroversion when, when it is needed. So, yes. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, so yeah. Music so, Music helped me a lot. 
wanted mm-hmm. to come out of myself and to be able to, there was always so much going on inside, but to be able to have uh, a way to express what was on the inside. Because I have always been that being, even as a young girl, that had a lot of inner life, you know? And there was always, there was a need for an, for an outlet. So music became that. Yeah, music definitely is a an outlet uh, for a lot of people. It was, it was out, an outlet for me growing up. Um, you know, my story of growing up with music and just why it was an escape for me was traumatic. So, mm. you know, one day I'll share my story if I ever get if I ever get interviewed by anybody, right? I'm always the one who's maybe, maybe I'll interview you. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm usually the one that's doing all the interviewing and asking all the questions. So uh, but if I ever tell my story about why music means so much to me, then I think people don't understand why, but it, it, it is based off of, off of a traumatic uh, experience that why I cling to music so, so deeply. But I find that regardless of if it's a, a traumatic uh, experience or if it's a deep connection and love for music, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it brings a certain amount of comfort and joy and escape, which is why I got into it and escape for people to, to gravitate toward it. And so I think we got to go back for a second. Okay. okay. For those of, of you who do not know what a, a phonograph is, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a record player, yeah. right? But with a big thing on top, like yeah. Yeah. a big um, phone. I don't, even know what, I don't even know what it's called. What is it? Yeah. What is that, that cone thing? Phone. The cone <laughs> phone. Yeah, that thing. Um, yeah. And that's what the sound will come out of. And yes. Um, yeah. I didn't have it one of those growing up. In our house, though, just so I'm not trying to make myself seem a lot older than I am. It was <laughs> in our house. <laughs> like we had a regular record player. Yeah, I had a regular right. record player too. I didn't right. come up. I wasn't born <laughs> at the time of the phonograph. I just don't look like That's right. That's right. We had eight tracks. We had yeah. 45s. Yeah, right. 45s. That's right. Um, I'm telling my age a little bit too, but so yes. Um, and it's, you know, it's just crazy how music has advanced so much from where we used to be to where we are now. I mean, when you wanted to listen to music, you had to listen to music on a record player. And that was the only way that you got music. The way music was made was with real instruments and recorded to tape and all those different things now we're in this digital age where you can stream music anywhere in the world and it's just it's extraordinary it's extraordinary it's extraordinary next you're going to get music in space or is it they got to take it to another level we need another whatever that next level is i want to be a part of it i want to be in on that in the very beginning so i could reap the benefits of of whatever that new thing is going to be yeah so yes uh, so, so talk to me about how did you get the name, the divine miscarriage? Oh. Well, no, not your name. I'm, I mean, somebody named you your name, right? Whether it's your mom, your dad, or, 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 or your grandma, somebody like that, right? Well, my, no. my middle name is my mother's middle name, so oh. I got my name a little bit from her, and I use my full name because she's passed on now, and mm. I, I I keep her with me. Her her name was Joyce Marie. And so I'm Sharon Marie, and I, right. I grew up in 
she gave me her middle name. Um, mm -hmm. the, the Divine Miss Klein, that started like somewhat after college. People, um, people just started calling me that because when they hear me sing, you know, it's like dreamy. They felt that it was dreamy. And also, you know, I was a little sassier. <laughs> and, you know, so they're like, you know, like Sarah Vaughn is, is divine. Um, hey, she, 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 look at the names, right? Yeah. Look yeah. So yes. I took it as a compliment. And I, <laughs> <laughs> right. but I do have a, a good friend of mine who um, books me still. I've known him for like 12 mm. years years he all that's all he calls me is divine hello divine how you doing hello divine, divine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, it, you could have worse nicknames but <laughs> but, people, <laughs> but people who heard me sing mostly friends they they really uh they started that they started mm. you know it stuck with me the divine miss klein right yeah. so so when you go out and perform and you're on stage is that how you're introduced uh, yes, it depends on who's doing it and the mm -hmm. venue, but often they'll say Sharon, the, the divine Miss Klein, Sharon Marie Klein, the divine Miss Klein is what they'll Klein. say. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's a, a very unique name because it, one, it rhymes, right? <laughs> the divine Miss Klein, uh, mm -hmm. but two, the divinity, there's a certain spirituality with it, a uh, certain angelicness. I'm, I, I have a habit of just making up words, so we just go with it, right? Oh, I'm, I do too. Uh, angelicness <laughs> with it yeah. uh, when you think of divine, right? You think of heavenly. Uh, yeah. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, from what I heard, <laughs> oh man, I can see why the name fits. Uh, I, I, I have a question I'm going to ask in just a little bit that is going to explain why I believe she has that name, the divine Miss Klein. But we'll talk about that in just a moment. I don't want to get to that question just yet. But yes, so Sarah Vaughn is one of your, and, and Tony Bennett, and there's a whole a list of, of people. But I mentioned Sarah Vaughn because, you know, there's a, a name commonality between her and I that yeah. exists. Um, and somewhere in there, she's supposed to be like a cousin of somewhere in there to me. Really? Um, yeah. My, my relatives will need to clarify that. Uh, but for yeah. years, I've just heard that I was or that we were, that she was my grandfather's second third cousin something like that i don't yeah. know yeah so, hey that's good but i like I, that <laughs> i don't know but she's a, oh. she was a fabulous singer though so oh my god yes oh yeah she's definitely i call them my mentors um mm. you know those that passed on that i've listened to growing up and you know work you know um sometimes in my life i have emulated her at this point i've developed my own style but I grew up listening to her. I studied her, what she did, um, like do dove into what I felt her motivations were for how she approached notes and phrases and song choices. So she, and, you know, back phrasing or when she's right, you know, swinging the way she could swing to uh, and the way she explore her range. I have a large range as well. And she was one of my major teachers <laughs> even though I never met her, on um, finding the courage to explore that and display mm -hmm. the, 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 you know, like really lean in to parts mm -hmm. of my voice because Sarah Vaughn certainly leans in, you know. So um, right. she's a major influence and a major mentor mm -hmm. for me. Well, yeah. Good. Yes, I like that. I like the, when it comes to music, 
there is a mm -hmm. sense of artistry that needs to be explored when you are creating music, mm -hmm. right? So that leaning into the music, the way that you s sing certain notes and phrases and the way that they move and, and fluctuate mm -hmm. and do all these different, different things. Uh, yeah. I myself personally think it's a lost art. I don't think a lot of people uh, have artistry. I think a lot of people are gr are good at creating music, but I don't think yeah. they're good at artistry. Yeah, that mm -hmm. is, I kind of agree with you. Uh, I, I try not to focus on that, but I do agree right. with you that there's a lot of music that's just being made that is just like creating, you know, going with the beats and, you know, let's pump it out kind of thing. And it's, it, it is a challenge for me because I approach even just my daily life as an artist. You know? mm. So everything I do mm. is for that um, expression, match, meeting the intellect, meeting the soul, and then um, you know the reveal or the communication of it. Right. Artistry has a lot to do with how we communicate. And some music, especially today, isn't about um, the depth of a soul communication. It's more about um, just production. I, can't, I almost didn't even have words for what it. Just producing right. something, right. you know. It's like, does it groove? That's that might be. Thing. Or is you know um, how how out there that their artistry gets expressed in a different way about like right. how many layers I can add and what kind what else I can bring into the, mm -hmm. the song. Um, but it isn't as much about that heart and soul communication, right. and that's where um, I really believe well my artistry comes from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I can tell that based upon just listening to the music that you've created, the amount of heart and soul you put into it, uh, and the amount of flavor that's into the songs that you have from a vocal vocal perspective, uh, which is so appreciated. Um, you know, I always say, and for me, this is why I always talk about it, because I'm always talking to music creatives about how to, one, differentiate themselves from everybody else, right? I'm all about that. I'm all about what is your differentiating factor? What sets you apart? If you're like the other person, then why do I need you? Yeah. And I mean, because if you sound like this person, I'd rather have that person. I don't right. need you if you sound like that person. I'd rather just have that person. Yeah. Uh, I'm always talking about differentiation. Uh, I'm always talking about branding uh, and doing those different types of things. I'm always about growth and development of people, which is why I do organizational development, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm always about that. And so if you are just like this person, then I don't, I, myself personally, I don't need for you to, I need for you to be you. There's only yeah. one unique you. So be, be that person, right? Because yeah. you will go so much further in your career just by mm -hmm. being you. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you started talking about some of your, some of your, you kind of segue into talking about some of your challenges. Uh, so for you, personally, uh, what has been some of the major challenges that you faced and what did you learn from them? Well, interestingly enough, it is part of that finding my identity uh, as an artist, which is obviously, goes without saying, a continually evolving thing. Uh, but although it's, I really appreciate you saying that you look for that individuality, there's a lot of people in the industry that want you to be like so-and-so, uh, give me the singer who sounds like blah, blah, blah. And I've never been a singer who, can, who could line up with emulating someone else. 
I, I don't think I do that well. <laughs> you, know? Mm. I, you know, I'm not, that's not my skill is to try to be Aretha Franklin or to try to be Natalie Cole or try to be Ella Fitzgerald or try to be Sarah Vaughn or try to be Diana Krall. I can't try to be them. Mm. I can learn from them. But whenever it comes out, it's always through the filter of who I am. Right. You know, uh, there are many artists who do a great Aretha who do Aretha tribute shows, who do Sarah Vaughn tribute shows, who do you know, all sorts of people, Natalie Cole tribute shows. Um, so it was a challenge for me is, was being told who I should be. Um, and don't sing that way. Only sing in your high register, only sing in your low register. Mm. Don't, don't do that, you know, don't, where, you know, get rid of your vibrato, all these kind of things where I'm like, for a while I was like, during the headlights, just trying to, you know, and then I try, and then I'd there'd be times when I sounded good <laughs> at it, mm -hmm. and it was a thing, but it wasn't, it's just not the way I grew into wanting to express myself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to express myself by someone, by someone telling me to be like something, someone else, or do someone else, you know. Why don't you do those songs? Why don't you do these songs? Why well, do the songs that turn me on that I that, that meet meet uh, where my heart is on my journey? Because you know I have a whole platform that I call Navigate with Your Heart, and it's my philosophy is that your the journey of an artist, a journey of a human artist, mm -hmm. is to identify and find out who you really authentically are, and then your job really is in this world is to share that, <laughs> share mm -hmm. that the individual ray of light. So being Aretha Franklin, as amazing as she is, is not my ray of light. So why would I try to walk around emulating her and doing all of her songs when sure. there's there are things that I need to develop uh, and bring to this world because we all have our light to shine. We all have our flavor to bring and it's needed. So it took me, one of my hard, that was one of my hardest challenges is actually being able to own that the way I own it now. Mm -hmm. You know, I went down a lot of different little paths, you know, and jazz speaks to me in a way that R&B and pop don't. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't have a, a very soulful and I, you know, flavor, and it right. you know I bring that kind of uh, layer into jazz, sure. um, and I also bring some R and B into jazz, but I do it my way. <laughs> you know, I do it for me. So uh, that was one of the hardest challenges was finding the courage. Um, to start really navigating with my own heart and creating from that space, one. Um, and two, to um, not be deterred mm. from doing that, you know, That's right. that was a challenge. Um, and I'm still evolving in it, uh, definitely. Uh, but I do feel like I found my voice at this point. Well, so, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think because people want to put people in the box yeah. Right? They want to. Oh, I want you to fit the image that I have for you yeah. uh, musically. And that's what I think you should sound like, uh, whether yeah. it's coming from record labels, whoever yeah. the case. And it could be also promoters, uh, venue yeah. managers, et cetera. They want you. I want you to sound like this because that's mm -hmm. who I want to find the most appealing. 
you know, and so that's what they they look for. But I don't like that. I like people to be themselves. I want to hear you, hear your music, hear your artistry, hear your heart through your your music. That's right. Yeah. So so you started to, so early. You were saying something about this this range, right? This, yeah. Yeah. This range. You know. Yeah. You you are in a group of people that is a rare group of people. I went and researched, and it's oh, yeah. a rare, it is a rare group of people that fall into this five yeah. octave vocal range group. Yeah. Right? It's not a lot of people. Um, yeah. You have Mariah Carey's in there. Yes. Right? Because, man. Her right? The other night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah, just because the range is so, and I there are notes that I can hit that mm. are quite ethereal. <laughs> they're right. strat maybe from the stratosphere. You stratosphere, know? <laughs> right? They're out yeah. there, up there. Uh, yeah. So, right. So, so people like Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. Um, you know, who else did I write? Prince. Prince is yeah. also a five vocal range uh, creator. Yeah. And, I, and I found interesting, Axl Rose is in that same category. Really? Well, I guess really? I could see that. Yeah. I, guess I, could, I could then, once yeah. I found that out, I could see that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah Axl Rose absolutely is in that category. There are yeah. very, very few six octave. There's probably, from what I was looking at in my research, maybe three people. Yeah. Maybe yeah. three people. But yeah. Most people have a two octave, a three yeah. octave, right? Yeah. Um, and so whether it's your Ariana Grande or your Beyonce or yeah. your uh, whoever they are, I'll just use those. Those they live in a two to three octave range. Yeah, mm -hmm. you live in the five yeah. octave range. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. it makes it unusual again for people. <laughs> That's right, because they're like, wait a minute. So she sings, and so okay. So what is your octave range? Let's talk about that. Meaning, well, I have, uh, you mean, what's my lowest note, you mean? Sure. Yeah, let's yeah. go with that. Up to the um, highest. Well, it, it changes, hmm. uh, but F below F, low F, let's say, and then um, above high C, I can, I can hit the, the D above high C, but I definitely have not just the high wow. C. Like there's, there's the middle C, then there's high C, and then there's, I can't remember what it is, that other C. I, that's just above that so it's usually c sharp or d depending uh, on the day that i you know i can touch on that yeah. it's not my sweet spot but it is definitely effective uh when i use it you mm. know when I, yeah so so how did you develop your your voice in order to be able to be able to float between that range like what were some of the things that you did in order to be able to do that i mean i know the voice has its own limitations, but through practice, there are certain things you're able to do. Well, vocalizing, vocal practice. And to be honest, I don't want to, no, nothing against teachers because the coaches and teachers are very important. Um, but I found my depth of range after study. Um, and then now I go back and I coach with people and sh I share my range with them, but it's not always encouraged. They encourage you to find that sweet spot and stay there. I listen to so many different artists. And like I said, I use Sarah Vaughn as one of the examples. I love the idea that she and Carmen McRae could just live down there. And I'm like, how do I get my soprano, mezzo-soprano voice to do that? <laughs> I just practiced and practiced 
I, um, I, did, I learned some breathing techniques that helped me relax my, mm. you know, that, that aperture there. Um, Cause I always kind of had the upper range and then I had to just, and then I started to push beyond my, my upper range. Uh, people like my Mariah Carey encouraged me. I don't know if you know who Lisa Fisher is. Do you know who she is? She's an I'm extraordinary thing. She's probably a six octave range person. Mm. That woman surprises you with what comes out of her mouth. <laughs> but you know, it just knowing what's possible. It was like a mind over matter kind of thing for me. Um, and then manifesting the ability to do it. But it takes practice. It mm. takes confidence. And it takes a certain level of relaxation uh, and knowing of your instrument. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't ever force my instrument. I allow it. And it kind of, kind of comes, the ability to hit certain notes, it's always connected to the emotion or the communication that I'm trying to make when those low notes, you know, because I'm like, you're like sugar on my mm. lips, because that's how it feels. And so I, you're like sugar on my lips. Mm. It just needs to be down there in that right. low range. Another one. Yeah, it just has to be down there. Right. So it's connected to what I'm expressing to you. Yeah, yeah. I just have to have a, a wide range of expression. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's that's awesome because it can take you from, you know, when you're communicating music, you know, for emotionally and you're, trying, and you're making that emotional connectedness, those ranges have a different feeling and yes. connectedness, connectedness to it. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, what's 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 the Anita Baker song? Um, oh, gosh. Is it Sweet Love? No. Was it, is that the name of the song? Yes. That is, yes. Is oh, gosh. Like when yeah. you listen to that song, her range on that, just the low end yeah. is, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like that's, but, but it's, but it's the, it's the communication and the mm -hmm. message that she's conveying yeah. through the song, the lyrics, and also that, that. The melodic line. Yeah. Yeah, oh gosh. Yes. And the way that it just flows. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. think that is, you know, and, and it brings in excitement to the music as well, you know, because if you're just listening to the music and you, you're and it's sounding, sounding monotone ish. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Three notes. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh, just three notes. And so you're just like, OK, I'm drifting off to somewhere else. And then all of a sudden I, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, where did that come? It reminds me kind of like um, one of my favorite movies is Sister Act 2. Right. Oh, yeah. And so the scene where where. Uh, the guy from, I forgot the group, the group he actually was in in real life. Mm. Um, City High, I think is the group. I think he was in he was in City High. That was the name of the group, I believe. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong when you see this interview. Uh, but when he sang that note, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do it. But when he sang that, <laughs> when, 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 when Whoopi Goldberg had everybody up there in the choir and um, he was singing, um, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of the song? Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, that. he was singing yeah. that song and he hit that high note and Whoopi Goldberg turned around like, what in the <laughs> world? Like, it surprises you. It catches you yeah. when you when you are singing notes in a way that people unexpectedly uh, are, I guess I'll say unexpectedly listening for it, right? Mm -hmm. Because they really don't know. You're just, you're just bringing that energy and excitement 
Uh, kind of like the same thing in the world of training. And so yeah. if I'm saying things in a really soft way, I'm yeah. really getting you to listen. But I can add energy and excitement to my voice and that, oh, something's going on. Something must be important, which is why he's talking this way. And so I think that's just, I think that's amazing to have that, that vocal range. Um, yeah, thank you. So since we're talking about vocal ranges and stuff, let's talk about, I have a whole bunch of other questions, but I'll ask some of them after we talk about some of your music. Wonderful. So, yes. Uh, so let's talk about your music. Let's talk about your projects uh, that you're working on. Uh, let's talk. We get a chance to listen to some of them yeah. and then we can talk about the meaning behind those as well. So okay. let me get myself on my end ready for that. Okay. Cool. And then we can get I need to fix my mic, though. I don't know why my mic is acting weird. You sound good. Okay, good. No, I, I, I'm sitting here watching it just move back. Oh, okay. Do that. All right. Um, so we're going to listen to some, some of it, because YouTube has this weird thing, of course. Right? Yeah. The, oh, you're listening to stuff, and then, so. Oh, yeah. Right? I get it. <laughs> so, so the first one I want to listen to, uh, we'll listen to part of, is Close to You. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, All right, cool. so. So here we go, we're gonna listen to some of it, make sure it comes through. Listen to this voice. Why do Suddenly First of all, I just got to say, the voice is amazing. Amazing. I love, that's amazing. I love just the way that you're singing and all of a sudden it turns into like a whispery notes and it's just, oh gosh, it's just the divine Miss Klein, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear what you want to say about divine. But we'll <laughs> no, that's why. That's why I was saying about divine. I mean, listen to, I mean, you know your voice, but everybody else listen to listen to that that voice oh my gosh 
it takes you to it, it takes you to that place you want to sit back and just hmm. yeah ah. yeah yes. so, yes. so fantastic yeah. voice that's right so so of course the song close to you right mm -hmm. so you can talk about that yeah. uh, and what was your motivation behind doing that that song well that is uh you know a carpenter's tune um Burt Bacharach wrote it um I do this thing with certain uh, popular songs uh, from way back when. Uh, I call it deranging. We call them Sharon Marie Klein derangements, which just really means I bring like a fresh energy and perspective to it. And we, you know, we kind of play with the structure of the song, a different point of view. So obviously that song is about love. Um, and being close to someone, but it's also, it's not just about the, you know, the bubblegum, la, 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 I just want to, you know, it's, I'm snuggled up close to you. I love you, love you. It has so many layers from my perspective. Um, it's about the love that's longing, the love that is possible that you're, you're wanting to create and manifest. Mm -hmm. And it's about the love that is present and really appreciating and wanting to wrap your arms around that love. So I wanted to bring all those elements to the song. Mm -hmm. So me and my music director of the time, uh, Rich Eames, we're, we're great music collaborators. I go home and I bring him all my ideas. And they're usually like heart intellectual ideas. I'm not saying, you know, do a 5-4 measure in the beginning of the song. <laughs> I'm like, no, it opens with this dreamy kind of longing. Then it's this kind of invitation, like you're just drawing them in. So then we kind of start playing with hmm. how to express the melody in with the goal that I have in mind. And so that's how that, that our, our arrangement of that came about was us collaborating on what we wanted to say with with the song, and that's you know what I, I like to do those derangements. Derangements, <laughs> yeah, because mm. you know you do a musical arrangement. People, right. I'll take a song and they'll arrange it and they'll play play with right. some of the notes and maybe change the chord here or there. I I think we take it a, a step further. Is we dearrange it, you know, to communicate. Hopefully, what the uh, original creator wanted, and then more you know, mm. and fresh up and make and bring a, a new perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, no one's complained. So. <laughs> no, I, I mean, what are they going to complain about? That sounds amazing. Yeah. So they better not. That sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. So good. That drew me. Yeah. That's what drew me to that. Mm. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I mm -hmm. thought that when I first heard it, I was like, oh, the voice. Listen to that. This, yeah. Wow. Okay, so the next, the next song, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell the name of the songs. I'm just gonna, maybe, I, maybe I should, but um, you can say that? after. <laughs> I can say after. Okay, where's? I, I saw this one, but now I don't see it. Yeah. Um, hold, on, hold on, one sec. I'm gonna find it. Yeah. I know it's on here. If I can't. I know I know where to go. Okay, I don't see I don't see it on here. It's weird. It's um oh no Maybe. no 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 I know why it's not on here because it's not out yet. <laughs> How do you know that it's not out yet? 
who you're something else. <laughs> I gotta find out where your intel from. That's right. It's not out yet. It's not out yeah. yet. But I do want to learn more about. Uh, well, you tell me all of, all what? about it. <laughs> oh. um, well, that's a Michael Frank song. Um, he's a another, he's a cool jazz guy. I I am very drawn to that like sultry, sexy kind of um, beat and uh, laid back expression of music. So uh, I was really drawn to do Tell Me All About It. Um, I also love the Natalie Cole version of it. I don't know if you heard that. Um, so yeah, I just, um, to me, it was like, I don't know, it's one of my sweet spots. So mm. that what drew me to recording it is, and frankly, you know, yeah, that's what I, I'm all about love. So, I mean, the first line, love, when you, when you touch, I shiver, just body language. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel it. I mean, come on, who doesn't want to sing right. that song? <laughs> so I wanted to bring my own, like, um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I'm really good with um, infusing emotion and meaning into a lyric. And so, like I said, to me, it's all about the communication. So I sing it as if I'm speaking it, as if I'm actually saying something to you, not as if I'm singing a song. It's like, uh, that's what love does to me, you know? <laughs> Touch me and I shiver. Mm. Body language, you know? Stuff, you know? <laughs> that's right, body well, language. Well, a song that, you know, mm -hmm. says that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's right. It, that was I, was I was like, why can't I find it? And I was like, oh, that's because it's not, it hasn't, it's not, it's yeah. not out yet. Yeah. Um, so it will be sometime whenever she. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we're looking to release uh, in the fall. Okay. I think it might get pushed a little, just depending on like schedule. I'm starting to book more live events and not being able to get back into the studio right now, which I am not complaining about at all. <laughs> Uh, this is a good problem, um, so it may be pushed to next year, which is might be better anyway. But okay. um, yeah, we have an album coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Can't wait! It's gonna have those sultry, soulful, yeah, yeah, you know, illustrious, just yeah. melodic, heavenly voice on there. Yes, yeah. so that's good. <laughs> um, so, so I'm gonna segue for for a moment because you talk, you just talked about performing live, right? Yeah. And uh -huh. so uh, for your live performances, you call them Love Fest. Yes. So yeah. so what was the meaning behind calling them Love Fest? Yeah. Um, because it was a conscious decision because everything I do must begin and end with love. That's my moniker. And I don't just mean Ooh, daisies and sunshine, but I mean the depth of expression from the heart, what touches and moves people, what brings them joy, what sparks um, a memory, you know, what, what, how, you know, what journey we can go through together. Mm. And I found through, you know, just putting it out there, people were responsive and that we all started to feed off of each other. I have put something out, they'll hear something, I get a great response, which encourages me to push a little further or, or go in another direction. And at the end of every show, we've all been through an experience that 
Some of them is, well, now I'm thinking I lost, or I'm appreciating this fella or this girl right next to me, um, or I just feel better about life. And that's what a love fest is for me. So I want to bring to my shows that possibility of celebrating love. Mm. And that's what love fest. Okay. I like that. Yes. Mm. Love fest. You know, everybody just know that it's about music. Okay. I know how y'all think out there in this world, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's the purity of love, that's right. which has many, many colors. Right. Many, many right. colors, many, many ways of expression. But it's the impulse of connection with others, with self, with your source, mm. you know, whatever that means with your environment that sparks the joy the joy that helps us move forward, think right. better of each other, think better of ourselves, create possibility. That's the love I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. All right. So, so let's get back into the next, the next song. Okay. Uh, and then you, of course I'll play it and then you can tell us the motivation and the meaning behind, sure. behind this song right here. kind of just faded out but yes <laughs> so yes so that song is called this is where i want to be that's right yeah. yeah so talk about the the meaning and motivation behind that amazing song thank you well that is an original i i wrote that song with um rich eames who's my co-creator on that song and so, uh, and that is also the title of my 2016 album, uh, This Is Where I Want to Be. As a songwriter, I believe you create from what's in your heart or in your environment, from what you know and what you see. Mm 
So that song was born by me laying on the beach <laughs> um, and just breathing in and out and absorbing the environment around me. So I was literally listening to the sounds and the music of the waves coming in the shore and back out. And I noticed the music in that. And that gave me pause and opportunity to breathe. Then I could hear the children playing. And it was just, I mean, as I wrote it was like the tapestry of that is what I was experiencing. Mm. And everything that I heard or saw, like I would look up and then I would see like off in the distance because this was, you know, I was in the Caribbean. So you could, I could see like trees moving, you know? And then I was like, they're actually dancing. You know, the trees, you know, the leaves, they're, they're creating their own like rhythm there. Um, and it was a really kind of um, out of body, amazing experience that actually helped me relax more into myself. And that's why it was like, it was you and me and nature, and that's all we we need because that's what takes us, that takes us away mm -hmm. into our imagination. It allows us to come back and appreciate. So this is where I wanna be is just in that moment, appreciating all of that around me. Wow. And it was, yeah, and writing that, and having that and that all around me was like a gift to a songwriter. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, if you're a right. person, you know, often we're in experiences and we don't even take the time to really breathe in what's around us. But I, I was lucky enough to actually take it all in and allow it to help me create something beautiful that every time I hear it, I get to go back there. I don't know if I started smiling when you started playing. It was okay. <laughs> you find yourself back where you want to be. Yeah, That's exactly. right. That's right. And I have the opportunity to bring what that feeling tone is into this present moment. Like, mm -hmm. you know, my apartment and, you know, in Los Angeles, I can still, you know, I can bring that feeling to now. That's um, right. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing when you think of, of places that you've been and the connectedness between uh, that that place and the music that you create, uh, you know, and just the, just what we have with that with that. I mean, we can all we can all think about where we were when we heard certain songs, yeah, right, yeah. Or what we were doing when we heard certain certain songs, and they bring back a certain uh, reminiscent with it, a certain memory, uh, a certain mm -hmm. joy, or sometimes it can be a certain pain, you know, mm -hmm. tied to those to those songs. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's important to have uh, that inspiration to be able to to do that. So, uh, which is the question I'll ask? Uh, and, and what other ways do you find uh, inspiration and creativity for for the songs that you write? Um, I meditate a lot. Uh, I meditate every day, and sometimes I will get an inspiration or a thought that lands. Um, it's almost like it's a guidance, you know, it's a guidance from my higher self, from my my heart and my soul and the divine, um, you know, other than Miss Divine, the other divine <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> so we don't confuse the two um, that that um, I'll get ideas from there. Um, precious ideas. 
they almost always work. <laughs> you know, they always work when they come from that space. I'll get them from collaborating with each with other people. You know, they'll share an idea and it, it causes me to think or it touches me in a certain way. And then I'll offer my thought. And then we usually create something greater than which which either one of us brought to the table because we're willing to receive and to hear what the other one has to offer. And then we just feed upon it. So I gather, so those are the ways in which I gather my inspiration through meditation, my connection with higher self and source, through communication and collaboration with others. Um, give me great ideas. And then just adventuring out. I like, I like to take trips by myself. I guess that's part of being that introvert. And just being in my own skin in a beautiful location, something will land, an idea will land or a thought will happen, you know, a thought mm. will occur, a feeling will happen and I want to explore it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I like that. I like it. I like that because you're just not cooped up in a studio trying to write songs and, yeah. and never movies. right. I can't work that way at all. And if someone tell me, write a song, I'm not going to happen. Let's right. <laughs> <laughs> go into the studio and let's write yeah. a song, right? It's like, no, I want to experience life. And from yeah. that is where I, where your your music and your inspiration creativity comes from so whether i'm writing an original or treating a standard a certain way mm -hmm. it comes from that inspiration of how i want to tell the story right if it's you know words that someone else wrote mm -hmm. yeah i get that i definitely get that well cool thank you for that um yeah. as we lead into the next song that i want to talk about um, so once again i will play it and then we'll talk about it all right, so here we go. That song is called Jinji. Jinji. Yeah. All right. I, now, I, I probably didn't say it correctly, but <laughs> it's Jinji. It's okay. a it's it's actually spelled D-I-N-D-I. -I, and it's Portuguese. It's written by Antonio Carlos Jobim, very, very, very famous Brazilian uh artist, mm. composer. Um, and um I did it my own way. <laughs> Uh, uh, as usual. Um, and that's a song that is another example of 
me um, create an expression. For me, that song is all about the fresh first blushes of love, falling in love, romantic love. So, you know, when everything is like so beautiful around you, there's a beautiful verse that I sing in live concert that, that he wrote. It's like, the sky is so vast and the trees are so green and the air just smells so beautiful because everything around you in nature is just so much more. It's heightened when you are in that newness of love. So for me, it's like a, such a beautiful example of romantic love. So I sing it in that way as if, as I'm singing the song, I'm discovering and sharing mm. that what that love feels like, you know, and what, and what I'm saying to my lover is like, oh my, Shinji, you know, mm. I love you more each day. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And that, so uh, that's what that song means to me. And my job as an artist uh, is to bring you right there too, with the sound of my voice and the way that I phrase. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love doing that in that song. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was good. Yeah, the, 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 I'm gonna make up another word. I already know it. I was gonna say <laughs> the, the vocal stream. That is, you love it. That's a good maybe word. That's, maybe that's a new word. Vocal stream. It's a new one. You can you own, like that. I got my own dictionary. Vocal yeah. stream. Right. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna write that down because I'm gonna put you that should. on the shirt somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Hold on. I got my, mm -hmm. Vocal artistry. It is. It's vocal stream. People think I'm playing. I'm I'm, I'm. 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 I'm writing that down, and you're gonna see it on the shirt somewhere. Vocal yeah, stream. Yeah. And it's gonna be have like. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, gonna, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna tell anybody what it's gonna look like, but you'll see. And then soon, I'm all about that. So we'll we'll see what it what comes up with that vocal streak. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, Genji, 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 Yeah, and it's weird because it's spelled D-I-N-D-I. Right. Portuguese, it's the Which is why I didn't say the name. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, the next song I was going to listen to is Dindi. Yeah. And it's like that's Even. Even musicians, they all say Dindy, and you know, until I correct them. Right. You know, hey, can you sing Dindy? Like, mm -mm, that's, yeah. not, that's not that's even how you sing it. So no. Yeah. <laughs> no, right, right, Dindy. No. So, <laughs> you know, so so for you in, in in your career and making the music that you're making, uh, what do you think has been the biggest the biggest lesson you've learned? this thus far to stay with it mm. to not give up and to keep finding ways to fuel my love and my light mm. uh, to keep expressing because what i sing and the way i sing and the the styles that i share are not always very popular with like the masses but there is an audience for me so, uh, and there's a strong one, uh, but I, I, I work hard not to get caught up in uh, the fact that maybe it's not for everyone and I need to adapt, like I talked about earlier. Um, the biggest lesson is, is to keep doing and sharing my very unique ray of light uh, uh, through song. 
and not giving up. Yeah. And yeah. more and more people are digging it. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm right. gonna right now. People are digging it. Yay. <laughs> That's right. You know, I've I've always find that there are no matter what type of music you make, there are people who are going to love your music and there are people who are not gonna like it, right? Yeah. That's just that's just the way that it is going to be. I had a I listened to a guy, uh, I didn't I listened to his music. I had him on the show, Stephen Blaine, okay. uh, up in New York. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 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 Stephen Blaine up. Stephen Blaine up in New York is a pop Americana artist. Now I don't listen to pop Americana. Yeah. But I can tell you when I heard his album, I was like, oh wow. Yeah. This this is awesome. This is an actual awesome body of work. Yeah. And if we just give people the room to be themselves to create. Mm-hmm. The, the art that they create, we can find so much value in it. Like yeah. I said, I, I, I don't listen to Pop Americana, but I will go back and listen to one of his songs. Yeah. Even though it's not something that I regularly listen to. Yeah. I can go, oh, that's a great song. And so now when mm-hmm. I, if I can hear a Pop Americana song or a jazz song, I can go, I can appreciate yeah. the, the level of artistry, the mm-hmm. creativity in that song, even though I am R&B to the death of me. Like, I love R&B, too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my lane. But, great. you know, when, when you have great music, the person is communicating the music uh, in a way that really gravitates you and pulls you into it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're yeah. going to you're going to love it. You're going to yeah. like it. So, yeah. Yeah. yes. Um, of course, there's more music I could play, like Sugar on My Lips. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I have, like, if y'all... I'm gonna play part of it. If you haven't heard this song, just go. <laughs> oh, look, look, I'm gonna lean in for this. All I'm gonna say, just listen, just listen. You can already tell, right? She about to get you. She on my lips. Why do I love you so strong? Like a bead of honey All wrong But I can't help Helping myself Tasting your taste In tiny sips Mmm, baby You're like sugar on my lips Through the summer we were so bad And when it got hotter So glad Should have known I couldn't resist Couldn't stop with just one kiss Mmm, baby You're like sugar on my lips Okay, y'all hear that? Y'all hear that, right? <laughs> right? You hear that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can. That's what I'm saying. Y'all can Thank hear that. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear. Y'all hear. Y'all hear that register? That vocal range, right there. So don't act like y'all don't. So yeah, sugar on my lips. I, when I heard that, when it, it got to that sugar, oh my! I was like, oh, like yep. listen to the. That's right, and then. The line that you said, uh, taste you in 
tiny, um, tiny sips. Just like <laughs> tiny sips. Right? I I'm not gonna guzzle you down. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take you in tiny sips. Yeah, I need to savor this. <laughs> I need to savor this whole tiny. I'm gonna say that to my wife. Watch. Yeah. Right, baby. I'm gonna never mind. I ain't gonna say that on uh, live to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, tiny sips. I, oh, I got that. <laughs> That's right. So, okay. So talk about that song and then. <laughs> um, it's another one, an original <laughs> that I wrote with a gentleman named Mark Winkler and Rich Eames. Three of us wrote it. And really, it's just, that one's just like sexy, hot, sexy kind of love. You know that summer love when you meet someone and you're like, I know I shouldn't do this. <laughs> but I'm doing it. You know, I write what I learn and I experience. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good moment. It was a good time. It was a good, good time. Summer. That's yeah. right. Good summer. And you can find that song and all of my music, I just want to say, on every digital platform. So those who are interested, you know, I don't know. You can find it on YouTube, Amazon, uh, Spotify, Google, right. you know. Apple Music, everything, uh, iHeart Music, iHeart Radio. I'm really blessed to be, um, and on Title, I'm on Title, you know, as well. Um, I'm blessed to be on many, many platforms, so you can find. <laughs> if, right. if you want to have a little sugar on your lips, sugar on your lips, <laughs> please, please, That's you right. know, <laughs> and tiny sips. Yes, that's right. <laughs> right, and you can tell when the song came on; it was there was about to get it. Yes, yeah. yes, you can tell. And then if you if you go see the video, yeah, there is a video to it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's not X. Don't worry, it's not X rated. I mean, it's on YouTube, so yeah, you know, it's so not, like so. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, you can see sugar being placed on lips, right? Uh -huh. And then you can see it being taken in tiny sips. You, I'm telling you, you can just go on YouTube and see that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so whoever yeah. the guy was, he was just. Yeah. yeah. We have fun. So, yeah. <laughs> I am sure. I am sure. All right. So as we start to wind down, like I said, we've been talking for a while. Uh, my last couple of questions to you is, uh, let me make sure I get the question right. Uh, it almost left, it almost left, left my head. Uh, what three things do you wish you knew before getting into this music business? that uh, stardom is not instantaneous. <laughs> you don't, you, just being good doesn't guarantee anything, uh, I think is one thing. Um, two, that uh, you need to be and find your own source of motivation to, to uh, have the fortitude to keep going. That it's a hard road for women in this industry. One, to be taken seriously as an artist, to for your identity, for you to be able to keep your identity while you're expressing yourself. I mean, it's really, it, it's a challenge for women uh, to not be, one, be trying to be, be taken down a certain road uh, that maybe you don't want, to be taken seriously, um, different um, venues and uh, promoters and all, they, they tend to want 
it's less now. It is less now. But when I started out, it was like, where's the man for me to talk to? Because <laughs> I just assume you don't know how to take care of business. So those are three things. And, and, it, and to really understand that you're an artist, but it is a business. Those are three things. It is or a four. business. Yeah, it's it a, is business. a business. Yeah. Got to stay grounded. I don't know why yeah. people think it's not. It's yeah. a business. A business. Yeah, it's, a, it's a business first. Like that's the least for me. It's yeah. a business. So in any business, you learn about that business. Like who goes, mm -hmm. who does, who starts a business without understanding business? I don't, right. I don't know. Right. And that's what you're starting. A business. As an a artist, business. as a music producer, music creative, you yeah. are a business. So yeah, yeah. Like Jay Z. Mm -hmm. What did he say? See, here I go. I'm trying to say a phrase, and the phrase is, is leaving my head. You know, he said. Um, <laughs> You know, I don't, it's something to the effect of, and somebody can tell me if it's right or wrong, but some, something to the effect of, um, I'm not a business, I'm not, I don't do something like that. But the whole thing was that he's a businessman. That's the whole gist he was saying. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing. But anyway, me trying to come up with phrases don't usually work in that way. But <laughs> music is a business. That's, that's the most important thing, right? Music is business. a business. And there's uh, a really fine line or balance there because you don't want to lose your soul, your heart, or your mm. artistry to the idea of business. You just have to understand that you're in the framework of a business That's and there's right. certain things you've got to do and be grounded in That's right. moving forward. Nothing just happens. Nothing <laughs> just happens. It just doesn't. Yeah. I'm going to start today. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's right. So, wow. So Sharon Marie Klein, I'm going to call you the whole, the whole name. It's, it's been a pleasure been a pleasure to get to know you, to get to know your music, get to know your story, uh, your adventure in this whole music journey. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Uh, so the you last thing, don't say, go ahead. Enjoy getting to know you as well. Yes, yes. Uh, so where can people connect with you? Where can they find you? Your social media, websites, all that good stuff. I'm on most platforms. I'm on Instagram, uh, Sharon Marie, at Sharon Marie Klein, Facebook, at Sharon Marie Klein. Um, Twitter's the divine Ms. Ms. Klein. Um, my website is SharonMarieKlein.com. You can find me all those places. And I'm gonna have a QR code on my website so that if you would like to join my mailing list, I can let you know when I'm in your area, um, you know, um, and when I'm performing there. So you can find me, put Sharon Marie Klein in there and you'll find me. <laughs> but if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'd really love it. Follow me on YouTube as well. Listen, to, watch my videos, like them, uh, su subscribe right. to my page. I'd really appreciate it. That's right. And and it, can they join your my what's it called uh, my heart song community? They can. Even though we haven't uh, talked about it, right? Yeah, yeah, we didn't. But I'd actually love to invite them to because I'm. I'm um, integrating my heart song with Navigate With Your Heart. So I would like you to join my Navigate With Your Heart page. I have a short form podcast that I do that is also, which is which is like five to 10 minutes. That's what, <laughs> when I say short form, I, I, I made up that platform myself, I don't like It's like just little snippets, um, a perspective, shine a little light, a little love, um, a little encouragement into your day, your week. Um, people really enjoy them. It's called, and it's just to remind us that 
to be authentically who we are. And that's where it begins with the heart. We navigate our life. That's how I live my life, navigating with my heart. And I invite and encourage others to do that because boy, are our lights and our hearts needed in this world right now. So navigatewithyourheart.com. Um, and you'll find where the, my podcast is on most podcast platforms, but you could also reach it from that um, page. I'd really appreciate you subscribing and liking those as well. That's right. So please, so please make sure y'all do, right? We support each other. That is the way that this is done. It's in support of one another. So you want support? Support the Divine Miss Klein. Support We Create Music TV. And that's just that's just how it works. We support you. You in return. It's the law of reciprocity, right? Yes, it is. So, yes. So, Shan Marie Klein, if you could just hold on one moment while I close this out, I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much for today. You are welcome. You are welcome. One moment. Ladies and gentlemen, there we go. The Divine Miss Klein. The voice, right? Five octave range. You can hear it. It's, it's oh gosh, it's amazing, right? I love, you know, right? Y'all know, I don't really tell my story in that way. I grew up a sing as a singer, right? I don't sing anymore, but I love singers, people who can really sing and have that range of, of you know, y'all know Luther Vandross is my favorite singer. So uh, if I can sing like Luther, I, man. Or if I could sing even as the Divine Miss Klein, because men can have those vocal ranges too. So either one, I'm, I'm, I'm golden with either one. But please, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you support the Divine Miss Klein. Make sure you go to her social media, check out our music, purchase, right? I mean, because that's why we do this. Purchase the music, uh, be a, a blessing to, to her as well. Uh, and of course, be a blessing to us over here at We Create Music TV. Uh, where you can always catch every Monday and every Thursday when we have our interview segments. And you can also check out all the content that we have. All of you know we just did a huge panel on music publishing and how to get your money uh, and how to set up your publishing and make sure it's correct and do all those different things. So check out our content on our page, wecreatemusic.tv. Apologize for the reconstruction. As you see, when you go to that page, we are doing some new things, adding, changing our website and doing some different things uh, to bring you more exclusive content uh, as well. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Make sure to subscribe, make sure to share, make sure to tell everyone about what we do here at We Create Music TV. And as always say, peace.